Good morning. You have found Off the Air with Big Joe. Today is March 6, 2019. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Well, today is National Frozen Food Day. What? It has its own day? It sure does. National Frozen Food Day celebrates all those yummy foods and snacks in your freezer. Sure, uh, the invention of the freezer made this day possible, so congratulations to the freezer and thank you. Uh, for you history buffs, Clarence Frank Birdseye II received the first patent for frozen foods in 1927. Frozen foods uh, first hit store shelves in 1930 in Springfield, Missouri. Frozen TV dinners that you heated in the oven were introduced by Swanson in 1954 and who can forget the old frozen boil in bags remember that the microwave now heats your frozen dinners in minutes imagine how your busy life would be if you didn't have a frozen dinner to pop into the uh, microwave uh, in between a, a late day at work and, and your evening event you'd have to stop and make a dinner from scratch Whoa. thanks to the frozen food industry you can and should celebrate national frozen food day uh, with frozen food. Uh, start your day with uh, by popping a frozen breakfast into the microwave. I like those little Jimmy Dean sausages. Sausage and biscuits, actually. For lunch, uh, select among a wide variety of frozen lunch treats. Maybe take a trip to the grocery store to buy some frozen food. Any will do. Dinner, uh, if you're in a hurry, you're in luck. The selection of dinner entrees is seemingly endless. Well, let's see here. The origin, uh, Congress by Senate Joint Resolution 193, designated March 6 as Frozen Food Day, and authorized it and requested the president to issue a proclamation upon this occasion. So, happy Frozen Food Day. He's looking at you, kid. Let's celebrate birthdays. Country singer Skip Ewing is 55. Actor Tom Arnold is 60. Country singer Tripp Wilman is 46. Actress Connie Britton from that TV show Nashville is 52. Actor director Rob Reiner, Meathead, is 72. And singer Mary Wilson of the Supremes is 75. I have quite a few friends on Facebook celebrating birthdays today. Hi, Terry Weaver. Marilyn White celebrating today. Catherine Baltrip is 52. There's my buddy Skip Ewing we mentioned. Uh, Jennifer Jackie Rand, happy birthday. And R.O. Borger, happy birthday to you. Okay, here we go. Have you ever been fired? That's it. That's it. You are out. What? What do you mean I'm out? You're fired. Well, I have. As some of you know, I was let go, released, fired the first part of this year, back in January. And I have yet to find a job. And I have interviewed a few times. I have applied online quite a few times. I have dropped off resumes quite a few times. And I have come to find out that, uh, you know, being bad-mouthed by your employer doesn't help your chances of, of getting a new job. But you know what? I'm staying positive. You know, I was able to save some money over the last few years, so I'm not sweating it too bad at the moment. But I do need a job. And I've had some good interviews. And I think I'm on the verge of getting that job. It may not be in the industry that I've been in for the last 38 years. Eh, that's okay. Maybe I'm supposed to be doing something else at this point in my life, and that's all right, too. But I was checking out salary.com about jobs and being let go and so on, and I have a few tips from these folks about what you do once you are fired and how you get back on the horse, all right? So 
First thing I want to let you know is stay focused, okay? Remember, you're not alone. All of getting fired is tough, and some people will make erroneous judgments about you based on the fact that you lost your job. Remember, you're not the first person to be fired, and you won't be the last. In fact, some employers see the ability to get past a setback and land on your feet as a selling point. Companies hit speed bumps all the time, and they need people who are resilient. So show your resilience during your job search. As I said, get back on the horse. After you shake off the sting of being fired, and it's a sting, it's a punch in the gut. So after you shake that off and have a few successful job interviews, they'll make you an offer. Someone's going to make you an offer. I don't want to see you. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to smell you. Now leave. This might sound silly, but don't use the F word. What? Don't use the F word. When you're in a job interview, you don't have to use the word fired when describing what happened to your last job. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Although you shouldn't lie about it, don't say you left a job voluntarily when you didn't. You can frame the situation in a more positive light so it doesn't come off as negative. There are so many options of what people can say and it doesn't even matter if you were fired for something bad. You don't have to share that. You could say my company reduced headcount, my role was eliminated, or my company downsized. Uh, I don't recommend anyone lie, but being downsized and being fired is one and the same. These are gray areas, but don't use the F word. I'm taking you off the air. I think you're having a breakdown. All right, fill the void. There's going to be a void in between jobs. In order to avoid having gaps in your resume, you may want to consider volunteering your time to an organization that needs help. However, although feeding the hungry at soup kitchens or folding clothes at the Salvation Army or Goodwill are worthy causes, these folks at salary.com, they warn against doing volunteer work that doesn't relate to your job search. So instead, finding uh, volunteer opportunities relevant to your career or job skills you'd like to develop for the, uh, your next position. Uh, which is what I'm doing with this podcast. I'm staying active. I'm doing research. I do my prep. I stay on the microphone. I stay busy doing what I do. So if you need help finding options, you can try searching for volunteer opportunities at Volunteer Match or Craigslist. Sharpen your hunting skills. You know, if it's been a while since you've looked for a job like it has for me, uh, spend some time brushing up on your job search skills so you'll get the best results. Oftentimes, people engage in what, uh, what some folks call RAA, or Random Acts of Applications, meaning they send out their resume to any company they can find. This may stem from the job hunting myth that you should take whatever you can get, as soon as you can get it. Instead, spend some time researching companies that you can target organizations where you'd most likely have success. In addition, spend time reading blogs and books from career experts in order to get some coaching on the best practices for job hunting in today's workforce. Don't just throw resumes out there, okay? All right, now this is important too, dealing with your emotions. Don't be touching the whole Okay, now I'm not suggesting putting your entire professional life on hold to grieve the loss of a job. It does make sense to work through your feelings during your job search. You may need to vent to someone during this time, friends, family members, even a therapist, so you can get negative feelings out of your system and out of your job search. This is important because it will help uh, improve how you feel as well as how you project yourself 
to others. When you're job searching, you can't have that negativity because it will come through. No hiring manager wants to hire a negative person. So don't badmouth the boss and don't badmouth the company. Even though they may just be pieces of crap, don't do it. When you're job searching, you can't have that negativity because it will come through during the interview. You're in big trouble though, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. All right, getting back on the horse. Although you may think it's best to take some time off after you've been fired, you should really start your job search right away. And you want to avoid having large gaps in your resume, you should start your job search as soon as possible. Now, I've been off now seven weeks, but I've done things to keep busy. This podcast, for one, been volunteering uh, my musical abilities and, and playing some tunes in, in a few places and, and just having fun like that. But I'm staying busy. But uh, whatever you do, you've got to get back on the horse. You know, maybe you thought everything was going to be fine at your job. And you were shocked to get your walking papers like I was. Maybe you made a mistake that led to being let go. I didn't. Whatever the reason for being fired, the effects can be devastating financially and emotionally, often leading and leaving people drained of their savings and their self-esteem. But the effects don't end there. For better or for worse, it's much easier to find a job when you're still employed. That's true. In part because some hiring managers' negative perceptions. There's an idea that companies don't let go of their best people, even in the worst of times. So if you're unemployed because your company lets you go, then the perception, and it's not always right, is that you weren't one of the top performers. That is the stigma. But that stigma doesn't have to stand in your way. The world around us is filled with people who were fired and who've been rehired because they handled it well. So be one of the ones that handled it well. Stay positive. Keep your chin up. Keep looking for that job. And don't say the F word when you're looking for the new job, okay? So good luck to you. And for all those folks looking to hire me, and I know there's got to be a couple of, of you out there, you know how to reach me. Reach me by email, bigjoemarshalliahoo.com. You can call me, my phone number, 209-454-8121. Give me a buzz. We'd love to hear from you. Maybe we're a good match for one another. And for those of you that have not called me back after being interviewed and giving me hope and telling me I'll call you in a couple of days. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you because I have learned something from you as well. So keep your head up. Keep getting out there. Keep putting those resumes out and stay positive on your next adventure and being employed. Well, we're getting down to the wire on the off the air with Big Joe logo contest. We've had quite a few entries. You still have time to enter. We're going to announce a winner on March 15th. We'll post that entry on my Facebook page. And if you get the most likes, by golly, you're going to be a winner. And that's going to be my logo for the podcast. You can send your entry to BigJoeMarshall at Yahoo.com. Send it to me in Messenger on Facebook. And if you just want to vote on an entry, you can just like it. That's all you have to do because I'll post it and you can like it and that's a vote. And don't forget, March 15th, we'll announce a winner. So get your entry to me now. All right, it's time for a song. All right. Uh, an original song. What am I going to do today? No, I'll save that one for later. Okay, here we go. Yeah, 
I've been to Texas once or twice. Been known to shoot a little dice now and then. I don't have any friends. I lived in Alaska, Georgia, Alabama. I was raised all across this land. But I'm a southern man to the bone. Sounds cold, but it's true. Yeah, I'm a southern man of the bone. I'm gonna love you and ramble on. Yeah, I've been married one, two, three, and four. I've had some fine women walk through my door. Goodbye. Don't you cry for me. Best I can do for you, honey, is love you and set you free. Sounds cold, but it's true. Yeah, I'm a southern man of the bone. I'm gonna love you and ramble on. Come on, let's ramble here. Thanks so much. You guys take care of yourself. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to my channel. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have yourself a wonderful day. Be good to one another. And thanks for listening to Off the Air with Big Joe. Bye-bye.